On today's Daily Slab, we are talking about the new Fangraphs Top 100 list and potential Walker Bueller coming back early. We'll see on that one, but that's today's Daily Slab. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's Daily Slab. All right, welcome everyone to the Daily Slab today. I am Nate, and first off, we are starting with the Trender and the trender is Walker Bueller. So he was really, really, really good 2018 through 2021. Um, he was, in fact, fourth in the MLB in ERA with a 2.82 ERA in that time span. That's how good he was. And then 2022 happened, and he got injured. He had a f- over four ERA. He got injured, tore his elbow, UCL and had to have Tommy John surgery the second of his career, and it was expected that he was going to miss the entire 2023 season. But news came out that he is progressing better than expected and could potentially pitch in 2023. And the reason that's important is because when Walker Buehler's healthy, he is the best or second best pitcher in a Dodgers rotation that should be good enough to win a World Series every single year. And when you're that high in the rotation and they rely on you that much, your name gets thrown out there. Cy Young Award winner wins, um, maybe down ballot MVP votes, all-star games, yada, yada, yada. People care, people pay attention, and people are going to want to buy in. And so if Walker Buehler can come back healthy and pitch well down the stretch for a Dodgers team that will likely need him because a lot of their pitchers have not pitched a ton of innings lately, Dustin May, Hasn't pitched a ton of innings. Um, Guys like that, it will be important. And so we're looking at his prices here. And in the last three months, his cards, his Bowman Chrome Raw Auto from 2015 has actually gone up 94%. It's sitting at $70 right now. And yet that's probably a steal if he pitches as well as we think he can. And so he needs to come back healthy. Obviously, second Tommy John, a little bit more worrisome than first Tommy John. But Walker Buehler has been a stud. He was fourth, again, fourth in the league in ERA from 2018 to 2021. That's impressive. And if he comes back healthy, $70, it should be more expensive than that. All right, moving on to our posts of the day. And you see here Gunnar Henderson and Corbin Carroll are on the cover here, both refractor autos. And the reason they're on there is because Gunnar Henderson was the number one ranked prospect by Fangraph's Top 100 Corbin Carroll, number two. And, of course, they both played in the majors already. But the question is, which would you rather have? Gunnar Henderson, $600, plays shortstop. Or Corbin Carroll plays an excellent, excellent outfield, fast, speed, whole nine yards for Corbin Carroll. And his is $400. We got the Diamondbacks, of course, against the Orioles there. Um, And you can decide where you'd want to invest there. But I want to know who you'd pick for me. I don't think you can go wrong with either. They're both incredible prospects. They're both 65 future value. The only 65 future value prospects on the list. And uh, I'm excited to see how they do in their first full season of baseball this year. Uh, I will be tuning in with MLB.TV. I will be tuning in to some games when I can to watch them play. Moving on from the Gunnar Henderson and Corbin Carroll conversation, there's a couple other names on this MLB. Uh, top 100 fan gra- from list from Fangraphs that are of interest to me and maybe interest to you. So the first one I want to talk about is James Wood. 
he was all the way up to number three. We're talking about 6'7", 240-pound potential center fielder James Wood, who got traded from the Padres to the Nationals in the Juan Soto deal. And uh, there is potential for him to be just one of the best prospects based on size, strength, and power. And also, they project him to become an above-average center fielder at those measurements. That would be crazy. And so James Wood is interesting. I mean, I don't know if I would have ranked him number three to start. I feel like there's still probably some... Uh, some uncertainty there, but I love it. I love a strong ranking, and so James Wood at three is interesting. His prices, I don't think they are quite what the other guys are. We're talking about a base auto here, BGS 9, that sold for $167 the other day. If you had a base auto of like a Gunnar Henderson, it would be more expensive than that. So James Wood still has some movement to go, even though he ranked number three on the Fangraphs Top 100 Prospect list. In other names... We've got Miguel Blyce at 20. He's one of the younger kids on the list. Having, will, He will turn 19 on March 1st, so he is still 18 as of this recording. And he, all too, has a lot of power. Um, he's 6'3", 170 pounds, but has a lot of power. If he grows into that body, expect more power there. And at such a young age, and he did fine in the complex league, Um I'm curious to see how he does when he hits a ball, but a strong ranking at number 20, and you can get a base auto of him right now for $100. Uh, the last one sold on the 16th of February. Uh, of interest to me personally, Owen White. I bought an Owen White Orange PSA 10 auto a while ago for way too much money, but I just couldn't pass it up when I was at the show. And... Uh, it's not as expensive as I bought it, but he has progressed in the way I had hoped he would, and he moved all the way up to 32nd on the list ahead of names like Bobby Miller and Hunter Brown, the Justin Verlander clone for the Astros. Very interesting to me. I won't get too much into Owen White, just I have the Orange Auto. He has progressed, and yet I will still probably lose money on that Orange Auto when I decide to sell it. That's how it goes. And then lastly, Tink Hentz. We talked about two position players, two pitchers here. Tink Hentz is a pitcher for the Cardinals. He was amazing last year, almost a 14K per nine rate last year, along with a under two ERA, but only in 52 innings despite his 16 starts. And so he was at 74, and he was he's really good. Everything about him looks good, except that he wasn't pitching a lot of innings, and so I think that's why he was down at 74. I would have thought he would be higher, but if you don't think he can handle a starter's workload, you're not going to rank him with the rest of the starters that have as good of stuff as him. And so Tink Hentz pretty low if he can show what he can do in long spurts. I expect him to shoot up these lists and possibly jump into the top 10. We will see there on that. But if you want to base out of him, the last one sold for $39 on February 11th. And, of course, you can see the difference in price between him and Owen White. I didn't talk about the Owen White, but Owen White base auto $11. He's the 32nd prospect. Tink Hentz, the 74th prospect for $39. People already betting on that upside, even if they don't know if he is going to get the endurance to match it. And there's so many other names on this Fangraphs list. If you are interested to dive in yourself, I, I would say do it. 
it's a great time. There's a ton of names. There's a ton of info. And it's always an enjoyable read. And you can find that at Fangraphs.com. All right, and that is all I have today. Thank you, everyone, for watching this week's worth of Daily Slabs and this Friday's Daily Slab. If you enjoyed it, please click the like and the subscribe button. It helps us get these videos out to more card collectors like yourselves. Thank you, everyone, for watching, and I will talk to you guys on Monday for the next Daily Slab. See you, everyone.